Hello again. And welcome to the Monroe Community Players Podcast fe- featuring your favorite group of, not counterculture, I don't know what we are anymore, favorite group of green room groupies. I'm your de facto host, David Warren. Looking around the green room today, I see... Ron Roberts. Robert Yeoman. Brian Burgett Ross. And the original group back again once again um, since our last episode. Two in a row. Uh, <laughs> two, two episodes in a row. Uh, we've been doing some soul searching mm-hmm. and thinking about where we need to go and how this podcast needs to proceed. And we promise to be good for the first five minutes or Why so. Why did everybody <laughs> look at me? Why? <laughs> Everyone's looking there. I thought um, maybe you knew. <laughs> but typically, of course, you know, we, we, uh, we, we uh, talk about the art and the business of theater with an emphasis on the local and the community theater. And we got a, a suggestion from one of our listeners. Thank you so much, Carol. Um, shout out. Woo, we love you, Carol. Love you, Carol. Ooh, Carol. She, she's still with us. Point to the she's sky. still with us. Um, <laughs> Caitlin, you can get mentioned on yeah, the Caitlin. Hey, Caitlin, we love you, too. Caitlin. Um, I don't know who else is out there. So Whoever's else out there. We, we want to hear from you, and we'll talk about that later. Um, but anyway, one of the questions I had is, hey, we, we briefly touched upon um, auditioning. We talked a little about how the directors do it, what they're looking for. But we didn't talk about it from the actor's perspective. Ooh. Yeah. So, so what should an actor do before they go to an audition? I guess, Ron. Okay. So, <laughs> wow. Super, he was right there I'm on super there. excited about this. His hand went right up. It wow. Did. I'm and, riveted. Right and now. the teacher called on me. Um, so one of the things that a couple people have approached me about um, from different groups that I've been involved with is that they're, and this is not, I'm not going to toot my own horn here, but it's how I do so well at cold ratings. Because most most shows or most auditions, it is cold ratings. Which, in case you're not familiar with what that is, you come in and the director gives you a piece from the show to read from. It's not a prepared monologue. You're not walking in prepared. It's just a, a scene from the show. And a lot of people that I have worked with tend they they tend to, in my opinion, overthink that. My the way I would do it. And again, this isn't the, necessarily the right way, but this is how I approach things. If I go into a show and, and number one, I know what the show is. That's, that's probably number one. Mm-hmm. Know what show you're auditioning for. I know it sounds kind of elementary, but mm-hmm. eh, some people just say, hey, I want to do a show. But know the show you're going into. Know what the roles are. Know what, the, what parts you would possibly fit into, whether it be age range, whether it be appearance-wise, which, again, I know we'll probably talk about that some other time as well, but know what, your, what, what the expectations are for what the role is. And then when you're called upon to read in that scene, just pick it up and read it. Don't overthink it. That, that I never try to re- pre-read. I know the director will always give you, oh, here's a few minutes. You want to look over it? Nah, no, I don't. I just want to read it. I want to get that first sight and exactly what I just feel when I do it. Um, there's not a whole lot of thought put behind it. Eh, maybe that's a problem for me. I don't. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Depends on what I do. But I, I don't try to overanalyze when I go into read for an audition. Um, I know that there are some people will they'll just dive right into this part and they'll I want this part. I want this part. Like for example, Cuckoo's Nest. We had several guys show up in the leather jacket. Uh, want to be uh, RP. The guy who actually got RP actually wore the hat during auditions, which I thought was great. Afterwards, like, is that kind of a jerk mood? I'm like, maybe, maybe not, but you let the director know that's what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, to me, to, to bring it all back into a circle is don't overthink it. Uh, trust your instincts when you get up there and you read and just see what happens. 
I no, that's good. Um, I and I frankly think I do very similar. It's like I I try not to overanalyze it either going into it. Though if there's a part I want, I also tend not to do the whole. Okay, I'm going to dress in a costume that's similar to the character I want, um, because I think from the director's side, which I know we were talking about the actor's side, but I think from the director's side, that can backfire pretty quickly. Because the director may say, oh, this person's got their heart set on that thing, but they aren't reading it that part, but they aren't reading it in any way like I, sh- shape, or form that I think it should go. I guess I can't use them. You know, if you're already coming in with a full-fledged character, that, that goes against the uh, uh, development process of, you know, developing the character, the collaborative process itself. But, yeah, I'm with you. I, I try not to overanalyze it. I like to see it just a minute or two ahead of time, though, just so I know where the commas are. Well, right. right. <laughs> the, the pauses, things like that. Um, you know, and, and have an idea of what the emotion is here that they're trying to do. Um, and, frankly, you know, make, I tend to put down, as an actor, too, you know, in, if, if they offer you, you know, what part are you playing, I tend to put down any. Um, just because I'd like to show willingness that, hey, I'm in mm-hmm. it to be in this play, not necessarily to, to be this part. Mm-hmm. And I know actors have the right to say, nope, this is the only part I want. But boy, I think you but, miss but out. I think you miss out on so many opportunities. Mm-hmm. What I normally put down, what I normally put down is willing to accept any part, dash, please see me. Mm-hmm. So you can explain, that way you can get, if it's like with me, uh, where I live, it's going to be a half-hour drive every time I have rehearsal. Right. So it's got to be something I... If it, you're just giving me crowd scene, I can come in the week of the show if that's okay. But I don't want to have to come for six weeks of rehearsal where I'm not doing anything. Mm. And that's normally what I bring up with the director if I get a call. And there's some questions. And, and that is something I think we've, we've discussed this before as well, is that the actors, be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not helping your case if you're, you're thinking, well, the, I want them, make them want me so badly for the role that they'll accept any condition that I give them. No, they won't. Mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, no, they won't. They're going to take what fits their schedule. Mm-hmm. And you can be the most brilliant. You can be Olivier uh, reincarnated. And if you don't fit what they're looking for, it doesn't matter. Because even though you're auditioning for the director, in a way, the director is auditioning for you. Because mm-hmm. you'll see how that director deals with a simple. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and don't you think that's something that I think too many actors and directors forget, too, is that it is a two-way street, even at auditions? Mm-hmm. 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 Especially when... I guess we're going to have to bring up Officer and a Gentleman again. To <laughs> Brian, uh, see I last thought episode. we swore see we last would never episode. bring it back. Okay. See last episode. And then in Act Two, <laughs> <laughs> they played a different song. Hmm. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, it's a two-way street. And I, frankly, when I direct, and here I'm going to the wrong side of the view again, not the actor side. Um, you know, I tell the cast that I have the right to offer you any part I want. Hmm. You have the right to take it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is a no hards feelings kind of situation, and too many people take as an actor don't take it personally. Oh, you don't absolutely. Get cast in the yeah. role you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think too, from an actor standpoint, if you go in and you want a specific role, you're kind of limiting yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because just because you say you want to be a, but they offer you C, 
Sometimes C can be a better part. You may not think just because, and again, I know some people get hung up on, oh, how many lines do I have? Oh. You know, or, or, yeah. or this or that. And they want to get that highlighter out. And that's what I do. I highlight my lines, but I don't count how many lines I have. But some people do. Like, well, you have five more lines than me. Yeah, but your lines are more impactful, or you have this, or so I. There can, there can be a misconception, I think, that the people who talk the most, and here I am talking the most in this, uh, this episode, <laughs> are the most important characters. And that's not necessarily true. Do you think we pick it up at school when yes. we started? Oh, yes. Yeah, that's where everybody, normally that's where everybody kind of. In high school, school it's high almost school. a competition. Yep. It's like Mary Sue, well, I have 255. Well, yeah. I have 277, says I remember Bertrand. counting lines in high school. Yeah. I mean. I, Wow, I had a hard time learning them, let alone counting. Well, and I think part of that, though, goes back to the schools trying to treat everybody equally. So the students are pushing back. It's like, no, we understand how it works. There are leads and there are not leads. Yes. (laughs) Until there are no stars. Until Until Glee came came out. out. Then it was like, well, there's five of us. Let's do a dance routine down the hallway until someone tells us to stop. Or we're going to sit here and we're going to sing something from Frozen off-key. As long as it's done, officer and a gentleman. But, but I, I think it's okay, high school teachers, let the kids know who the lead is. Because, again, going forward into other theater, you know, as we talked before, the ensemble has an important role. There's no shame in being in the ensemble. Oh, yeah. But don't try to make it that you're going to star <laughs> because you're part of this group thing that's happening mm-hmm. um, you may be a star but you also will fall mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I think one thing too that that maybe it's a misconception that you know you have to pay your dues and i say that in parent in air quotes thank you that when you start with a group or you go in for auditions you got to start out on this level you got to work your way up i don't necessarily subscribe to that theory uh i think that if someone has the ability to, to be in a part, they should be in that part, regardless if they've been with part of the group for four minutes or 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that from an actor standpoint, you have to be keenly aware of the dynamics of set group. And, and, and I can say from experience that you might get cast in the lead right off the bat. My first show with the Toledo rep, uh, great theater group to our South here. Um, I was, a, I was a lead. I wasn't the lead, but I was a lead, you know, a principal character. And they didn't know me. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they only knew what they knew from me, from what I put on a piece of paper, which, frankly, could be true, could not be true. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, no, very few people, I will tell you this, <laughs> and I shouldn't do this. <laughs> Uh-oh. Actors. Ooh. Very few people are going to check your references. <laughs> <laughs> if you say I was in, you know, this show at this time, I replaced Robert Preston on <laughs> well, Music there, Man. There, there might be a little. There might be some. Uh, uh, there might be some some check some. Uh, yeah, really, uh, moments. But you know, uh, most most of us most of us will believe you. But frankly, if you're in community theater, we've and in the area, we've probably seen you on stage before already. Mm-hmm. Just didn't know that's who you were. Um, but no, so so it is possible to get a leading role right off the bat. But uh, so I'm with you. It depends on the director, frankly, because I'll also know that sometimes you cast somebody because am I ready to take a chance on the new person yet or not? If it's, you know, depending on what you have 
what you need for that role. Sometimes, you know, I'll be honest, a person that the director knows and has worked with before and knows is reliable, that goes a long way in that audition process. Yeah, it can. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think especially community theater, um, and just like in, in life in general, you're more comfortable with the people that you know. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, and, and that's true. But I think and we've gotten a little off topic here with the director's side again, but I think directors, you've got to be willing to take a chance every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still get flack for a couple of my, my directing choices, not because it was the wrong choice, but because the experienced actors with the group were upset that I didn't go the way that I was broadcasting that I was going to go. What? Originally. I was saying, here's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. But then I got to auditions, saw a person said, nope, I've changed my mind. Which, by the way, a director is allowed to do. What? I know. <laughs> um, and, and, and uh, you know, I still got people <laughs> upset about that choice, but it's like, I stand by it. Yep. Yeah. Because that's the thing as a director, folks. If you don't stand by your choice, you shouldn't be directing. Yeah. I, there, I said it. <laughs> now, now, as an Even actor. If that's just the people who walked into the room. <laughs> <laughs> now, as an actor, when, uh, one of the first things I do, and it's, it's much like you guys as well. Um, well, other than the fact the first thing I do is check to see how much money I have in my account. Um, <laughs> after that, uh, I, I always try and read the script before um sometimes there are parts that grab me sometimes there aren't i have uh the boys next door i did that up in ipsy and i really fell in love with the character of barry klemper uh who was a schizophrenic mm-hmm. i wanted that that part um i didn't get cast in that part mm-hmm. i got cast as arnold uh wiggins which i ended up falling in love with um, and it's still to this day one of my favorite characters. Uh, so you know, don't narrow, don't be so narrow-minded to think that this is the only part I want. This is the only part I want to do because y- you 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 could have a piece of gold sitting in your hand that you could throw away because of your own arrogance. And trust me, I've been there too. Yep. I, yeah. Yep. I think we've all gone through these stages. Yeah. Um, and certainly there are parts. I don't say I'm bitter about anymore, but there's some that, you know, it's like, yeah, I think I still should have got cast. <laughs> but but there's others that it's like, you know, I had a better time. Mm-hmm. And there's some where, frankly, I go into a show, it's like, yep, I, give me anything. I just kind of, I'm just ready to get back on stage. Yeah. And I think, Bob, I think you agree with me on this one. Sometimes it's a lot more fun to play that small little character bit. Oh, yeah. Take oh, yeah. the show. Get your applause in the middle of the show while the leads are out there doing their romantic stuff. And it's like, ha here comes the funny guy. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, little Abner. Um, I was cast in, as Evil Eye Flegel. And I got applause for doing my little bit every night. Mm-hmm. And it was just a quick little character came in. I still think he should have been highlighted more in the dance sequence. But, that, you know, <coughs> no hard feelings. <laughs> every uh, but, dance but, can't be a shapoopy. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. That's a good reference. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so, um, but you know, I had fun with it. And, and the audience could tell I was having fun with it. And the audience reacted accordingly. That was Peter Griffin, right? Shaboopy? Hey, never mind. Oh, love that. Yeah. You have just gone downhill. <laughs> and oh, t- years I, ago, it went downhill. I, did I tell you the I'm story? Of- Disney. <laughs> yeah, well, it's Disney now, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I ever tell you the story of once I heard the reference to Shapoopy twice in one day, and I, it was like, and this was in the 21st century. Wow. Uh, 
so just go with it. Was it was just one of those I'm things impressed. where it's like, I think you know, the universe is trying to tell me something. And so what did I do? I ignored it. <laughs> I'm blown away. Um, you <laughs> so know, you, signs are out there. Sometimes you can just ignore them. So you just put the universe on hold. I'm not ready for this. Okay, idea. Dave. We'll, we'll just let it go. Fine. I had already done Shapoopy. It's old ground for me. It'd be like me playing Daddy Warbucks for a third time. God, you know, I think I might pay to see that, though. Because. All right. I mean, <laughs> we haven't done the schedule for next season yet. You've, uh, you know, you've. Let's let's gender bend that because Miss Hannigan is just a wonderful part. It is. Well, why don't we make it Abner, little Abner? We're gender swapping everything else. What's wrong with gender swapping Annie? Okay. Um, maybe we should get back to the audition process. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, I'm but, just saying. No, uh, you understand my. I do. Never could. I mean, I, right? No, would it not be the same? I mean, so are we saying that a, that an orphaned little boy would not be as uh, heartstring catchy as uh, as Annie? I don't see why not. Little Andrew. Little Andrew. The only my problem is is because and even some of the swapping and stuff that's done today. Nothing against what they're doing with the making material new, but. It's based on a comic strip. <laughs> yeah, true. I know. And yeah. I, I just hate it when they take comic strip characters and start saying, well, we'll just switch them around. Yeah. You know, Charlie uh, Brown is not Charlotte Brown. For Charlene, Char- Charlene Brown. Though, oddly enough, there was a character called Charlotte Brown in the Peanuts comic yeah. strip. She did not last very long, but she was the basically the char- female version of Charlie Brown. Oh. Huh. These are things you know if you read the complete series of, of did not know that. from start to end. Now, I yeah. have you another know. question. And this is this is one because I don't do it very often uh, when we're talking about auditioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, musicals. Now, auditioning for a musical is a totally different beast. And a lot of, most of the time, when you audition for a musical, you're asked to bring in a piece mm-hmm. to sing because you're not going right. to sing um, whatever the musical is. They don't want to hear any song from that musical. Depends on the director. Yep. I've auditioned for them where I went... I've auditioned with some groups, and it's like, no, um, here's the song, go. Oh, okay. They'll give you the and song. And it's the lead mm-hmm. role. Well, to me, it was the lead. It was, I was Fagin and mm-hmm. Oliver. And it was like, well, you know the song, just sing it. Okay, I wish I knew the song. <laughs> <laughs> You're perfect. <laughs> no, I spoke it. Oh, oh there and you go. the director just, that's what I want. I'm like, okay. Wow. But to me, I think it's hard to, because there's a musical that's coming up here next year that I may audition for. And you know, you guys know I'm not a, I, I don't normally audition for musicals, but it's a musical I love. And, and the question already in my head is if I can't sing one of the songs from this musical and I have to bring in a piece, what am I bringing in? Because you know, you're supposed to match something that correlates a little bit to yeah. the other show. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Am I am I making any sense here? And, and though I wouldn't, like Ron, I don't think I'd go so far as to dress up like the character I want to be. Mm-hmm. I would think that it is okay as an actor to bring a piece of music that is similar to what you think you'll be singing. 
And I think it's mm-hmm. ex. I think it's excellent that you're thinking about it now because you got mm-hmm. time to practice and find out. You go through and you get some help, and you might find out. Well, this song doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But how do you? I guess because I I, I am so non musical. Do the dogs hide under the bed when you start? No, not yet. There you go. You've got a willing audience. Everybody can sing. Well, but what I'm saying is, how do you know what song? Like, if I want a song that matches, oh, let's just say, Find Your Grail, what what is out there that would... that Climb would... Every Mountain. Well, I, okay. I think the other thing, too, is look at the emotion. Okay. What, what emotion is the song trying to portray? How the song progresses. It just continually right. goes going up. And more powerful and more powerful and more powerful. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, you want okay. to find something again. This is non-musical person. And but. pretty much for a song like that, any modern Broadway show has. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they have a song that goes just like this. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Mm. Oh, Liz, you're so fine. <laughs> Love left us up. Oh no, no, don't go there. Wait alone. <laughs> but no, I. I oh, yeah. Think, thinking. <laughs> I think you guys are right. Think in terms of style. Mm-hmm. The structure of the song. And you can go online okay. and find out what the range of that song is, too. Uh-huh. And what the, more importantly, what the character's range is in that song. Mm-hmm. And because also, oh. sometimes, sometimes you're, you're, you're not going to be the one singing the highest notes. What's your character got to reach? Because that's what the music director is listening for. It's like, what is your range? And they'll often, by the way, um, make you go up and down scales, folks. Yeah. You know, and, and for everybody, uh, I'm sorry because I interrupted somebody, but here, um, for everybody who's out there saying, well, I'll just sing a cappella, you've got to play with an instrument so they know that you can match pitch. Mm-hmm. And if you can't match pitch, I think you've got to be upfront and honest about that because you don't want to find that out opening night, which, of course, by that point you won't, but you're <laughs> going to find it out two or three weeks into the rehearsal process. Right. I think one mm-hmm. thing that, one thing we haven't managed, really talked about, was inf- gathering information about the shows, characters, songs, are all on Google. Yeah, everything. Uh, so ev- easy nowadays. Mm-hmm. You can look up anything and everything. Don't throw away a fear. Don't hide behind a fear when there's something that can give you all the information that you need yeah. in your hand. And uh, for musicals, at least it used to be the case, <clears throat> sometimes you go to a library they will actually have it there, especially if it's library of a major university that has a department of music. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I found, when I worked at the University of Michigan, I found a lot of musicals that were up at the University of Michigan's music library. Mm-hmm. Granted, may not be allowed to take the books out, um, you know, unless you're a student or whatever, but you might very well be able to go and look in and make a couple copies for a couple pages so you can see what it looks like yourself. But I think Bob's right, though, right? Google yeah. probably has it all there printed out for you nowadays. A lot of university, there are PDFs that you can download the entire musical, opening number to closing yes. credits. Uh, go to Spotify. Yeah. Um, I, iTunes, whatever. The songs are out there. And I think the key, too, is <clears throat> to, know your, to know your limits, know your limitations. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've seen people go to auditions and try to do things that they just physically can't whether it be from a dance perspective which would be me as i'm raising my hand or from a from a a vocal standpoint you need to know what you're capable of Mm -hmm. and i think that if you try to go in and do things that you can't 
they're going to actually do do worse for yourself than if you actually just went in and sung something in your range. Mm. Even if it's happy birthday. Yes. I'd rather hear happy birthday with the piano than an aria from Puccini that you heard once in the car. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm glad I don't commute with you. (laughs) (laughs) We don't drink anymore. (laughs) But no. It sounded better in the car. And I I think the biggest advice, frankly, though, for the actors who's auditioning is stay calm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have fun. Yeah, have fun. You are not... Oh, I hate to say this. Though we like to take our theater fairly seriously... You're not auditioning for a big dollar job on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to get applause from your family and friends, but you know, maybe life will hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they don't, uh, but 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 they will. You know, you're not. Life won't end. Mm. One thing also for auditioning, if you're a actor of a certain age, find up someone else who is auditioning of that same age. So you look natural together because a lot of the times directors are looking for pairs. Yes. Mm. And you will get cast if you have someone who is about your age, about your height. And so you have a nice little couple scene. Yeah. So so mm. the only way, for example, I'm going to get away with auditioning for Danny Zuko is if I find someone my age. <laughs> <laughs> And why not? <laughs> if you can have Andrew opposite. the Orphan the musical. <laughs> Danny Zuko, Grease, teenage. <laughs> uh, and I do it could think be, Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It could be at Sunnyvale Retirement Community. <laughs> tomorrow may not and come, man. Yeah. Yeah. Life may end. The sun may oh. not come out tomorrow. <laughs> so you grab on every little honey. Oh my! That oh you Lord. see. <laughs> um, but I, I, I will. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, that, I think that, that's gone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, he almost never cuts the stuff when he says that's gone. I know. I, I know. noticed that. <laughs> my brother noticed that. Yeah. Um, Three listeners. <laughs> I, I think the other thing too, to to piggyback on Dave's uh, comment about being calm. Though all of us want to think that we're going to be discovered and somebody's out there in the audience that says, oh, my God, that guy is amazing who's 47 who has no formal training. I want him in a movie. It's it's not going to happen. They've all you know? gone to bed by that time. <laughs> Young Frankenstein and, reference. Mm-hmm. And just so nice. just enjoy it. Have fun. Um, it's a hobby. It's something that we all try to do. And, of course, we do take it seriously, obviously, or we wouldn't be doing it. Right. But I, I think you have to also understand that, again, it's community theater. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a bad sense, but no. I mean that it is community theater. And this may be for some people the closest that they get to seeing a Broadway style show. Yeah. And we should approach it that way. And we yeah. should put all of our efforts into it. But from an actor standpoint, also know that when the curtain drops or the lights go out, you're getting back in your car and you're going back to your house and to your life. Yep. Yeah. And exactly. that's, that's the existence. Yeah. And it, which is not to discourage if you have a life. community theaters now, um, because Many a professional actor has come out of community theater. Right. right. And I'm thinking, or producers, uh, the producer of Hamilton, whose name escapes me, you know, we've mentioned before, you know, he talks about stagecrafters, his time at Royal Oak, which is their community theater. Um, so you can get there, but, but, but they work to get to the next level. And, you know, there's not a waiting for government type situation where somebody's going to come check it out. Great movie. Great movie. If you haven't Great checked it out, movie. it 
gives you everything you need to know about community theater in an hour and a half. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, We're but, it, but it's not the kind of thing. It. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. It's not the kind of thing where you know that producer is going to be sitting there in the audience. Um, you know, it's just yeah. Maybe it, maybe it happens in Los Angeles or New York. Maybe it happens in Chicago. Yeah. And I would say typically, and Ron, you've been we've all been to other theaters as well. Typically, though, you're going to have an open audition. You're going to watch other people audition, and they're going to watch you audition. And if you can't stand up in front of a group of strangers, you're not ready. So so muster that nerve, get up there, and mm-hmm. do it. Um, if they are having an open audition. Sometimes they have closed auditions. We'll talk about that. Yes, Bob? Here's the thing. Do you prefer auditioning as an individual in front of just the directors or all auditioners are in the room when you, you audition for the director? I prefer, frankly, having everybody there. Me too. And I'll tell you why if you want. Still waiting. Yeah, because that's a I, that's mm. a different thing. The first time it happened, it was like, and you are. Why are you all here? Why do you look at me like I'm supposed to do something? I. Oh, go ahead, Brian. Mm, I. I see to Brian. I well, I I get more nervous. I don't want to say I get more nervous around if I'm auditioning for a show, I don't get nervous if I go to, and I haven't done it for a gazillion years, but when I would go other places and audition and I didn't know any of the actors, I wasn't nervous. Now, if I go somewhere where there are several actors that I know or that I've seen, I get a bit more, that I get a bit more nervous. I get a little bit more. But Bob's question was, do you prefer to audition with a group versus one-on-one with the director? Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. And I go back to, it depends on how much is in my bank account. (laughs) Why is that? Mm-hmm. If it's a joke, I don't know what you're Oh, he's, he's making <laughs> oh, you're, I'm going to pay the, oh, pay the director. It. Pay oh, you know no, what? It, it oh. wasn't a joke. I had to explain it. Never <laughs> mind. Move on. <laughs> I'm like, this is a joke I'm not getting. Yeah. I prefer the audience, but I'm at a point because that's how I see them as an audience. Yep. Yes. And I'm actually going to feed off their energy, and I know whether I hit that audition right or wrong by how they react. I don't even necessarily pay attention to the director, which mm. may or may not be a mistake. Because the director is the only person you're really auditioning for. Yeah. True. Yeah. Except maybe the musical but if, but director. But if, if you're auditioning for comedy and you can get laughs out of the people who you are competing against, yeah. you know you're doing something right. Well, and yeah. there's also no more, yeah. none, none of a bigger ego boost than when you go up there to rate something and then the next person that goes up tries to deliver it the same, same way, way you did. Yes. And they don't get the reaction that, that you get. I'm like, ho, ho, ho. How the dinner tables have fun. turned. That's right. Yeah. I, that's sometimes never happened. When, when it's parts you want, sometimes you get pretty cutthroat. Mm-hmm. Happened to me. Um, I like, you know, personally, I like to think I've grown beyond that. But the reality is, once I get into that auditioning scenario, it's like I got to win. Yep, I got to win this part. I'll take parts I don't even want because it's like I won. <laughs> I'm and waiting that, for that you to fall down good, the staircase. That is not a good place to be, to be honest, because you're trying to do this to have fun. Right. Uh, most of us are, <laughs> but you know, we're waiting for Guffman. <laughs> this is the show that I'm going to be discovered in. Um, but no, yeah, I, something okay. takes something takes over when I audition. No, I, hmm. I think it's everybody has that. 
comp, you get into the competition mode. Well, and, and it's I like, think it's something, if you're a young actor, actress, the sooner you can get over that, the better. Because yeah. um, I've been there, it's where it's like, if I don't get this part, I'll die. And where I'll be, I was upset, you know, sometimes get a, well, I rarely don't get the part I want. <laughs> But on come here, Annie. <laughs> come here. Um, I, 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 and once again, we have little orphan Andrew. <laughs> yeah, on those rare occasions where I was horribly miscast, <laughs> um, yeah, I get upset. But you know, you just move on um, because again, I don't want to lose that other opportunity that was actually offered to me. Um, as a man in community theater, I'll be honest, I got cast a lot. Uh, I like to think it's because of talent, but the reality is. Uh, they needed guys. Mm-hmm. It was a small pond. You know, um, these days, though, I'm still amazed because our last set of auditions we had, once again, I had more men trying out for me than women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I noticed like, that. Yeah. Like, why does this keep happening in our group? Um, but, you know, because typically you've got too many, too many gals trying out, not enough guys. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a bad problem to have, to be honest, because uh, we're able to cast shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't have yeah. any scrambling. But so so there's your first direct your first auditioning tip is be a man. <laughs> well, and I thought I was going to get us in trouble today. <laughs> um, but to kind of kind of bring that, us back that's a little just bit. A, no, I mean, I'm just saying that's 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 a sad reality. Is in most groups, there's going to be 20 women trying out five guys, and they're going to need 20 guys and five women. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things you said about as a young actor or actress, if you can get past that, if I don't get this part, I'll die quicker. But don't lose that passion. Right. That they right. take that passion and channel it into something else. I mean, and continue on. And, and again, there's so much, so many, so many great things about community theater that we could probably do a podcast about it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you are right there. Stage manager. Uh, when we just did what a few years ago when we did rumors. Now, there's a show that I auditioned for for no other reason. It wasn't that I had a passion to be in the show. I just kind of wanted to hang out with people that were doing the same thing. Um, and I don't remember if I talked to you before the, sh- before the show because I know you were... I called you and said, you're in a show. Show up. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, sure. Was that how that happened? I thought I auditioned. You spoke for Jim. And I was like, no, don't don't bother, just cast him. Well, I want to hear him read. I thought I... God bless Jim. Because I remember looking at the script a few days beforehand and thinking, all right, I don't want anything big. Cop number two would be great. I just want to hang out with these people. Oh, dear. As long as I don't get... What was his name now? Lenny? Lester? Lenny. Lenny? As long as I don't get Lenny, who has that god-awful monologue at the end, I'm fine. Well, it was only 12 pages. (laughs) Well, he did brilliantly. It was four, but you know I've been brilliant. cop number two. What's that? I've been cop number two. I know cop number yeah. two. Yeah. Do you want the brown suit? <laughs> Do you want a brown suit? Do you want a blue suit? I'm taking that as a compliment. Again, brown suit, blue <laughs> Thank suit. Thank you. You know, and it's funny that you mentioned rumors again because for that show again, I was cast, and I forget who the character's name is now, but it's not the part I wanted, and that wasn't even the the part I wanted was the politician. And I, oh, that's okay. the part that okay. I thought oh, that was that, Rob Ely, yeah. yeah. That's the one that that I when I got up there and I read it, I'm like, oh, that felt awesome. I'm like, I, this is what I'm going to get, right? Mm-hmm. And he calls me, no, I'm going to cast just this. Oh, 
okay. I mean, I'll take it. And I enjoyed the show, but that was not the part I wanted. Sure. And every time during rehearsals, I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I should be doing that. <laughs> oh, but, and the, okay. And it was. It, yeah. it turned out great, the show. I mean, as much as we maligned to talk about it, but it's a phenomenal show. Mm-hmm. And much like Dave said, I think it can be done in under three and a half hours, but I'm, <laughs> now, I'm and, not really sure. And as you like it, which we just did recently, um, uh, the director of that show, the assistant director, came to me and said, listen, we need more guys. We'd like you audition. We're actually thinking of a part for you. And it was the part that Brett, um, Brett Huber, is Brent, that his name? Brent Huber. Brent Huber did in the show. We love you, Brent. We love you, Brent. And he's still with he's us. Still and he is still with us, yes. Um, but he's, but up, he's there. up there. He's up there, but <laughs> he's still with us. Yeah. Um, but, and I went, okay, well, I'll audition. Now, again, this was a show I hadn't seen or anything of, I know, as you, but I hadn't. But when I read, I actually felt more connected I read for that part, but then they had me read for the father, and that part just kind of clicked. And I think I felt it click, and I could see pretty much in the director's eyes it was like, oh, wait a minute, and it clicked for them. So sometimes you go in thinking you want this part, and then suddenly you're reading a part just to read it, and all of a sudden there's something that just clicks and you go, no, 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 this this is the part I really like. And if you're lucky, you actually get that part. I actually did see something like that happen. Um, I'll go back to Cuckoo's Nest, which, again, I'll talk about all the time. Uh, there are a group of seven of us from Monroe drove up to Wyandotte for this. And uh, Gary Jenkins, we love you, Gary, and Gary is still with us. Uh, Gary got up and read for, um, they had him read for, uh, oh, my gosh, now I've completely lost the character's name. <sighs> Harding. He read for Harding. And Gary delivered it with a, a little bit of a lisp in it. And he was the first individual to do that. And we were all sitting back there, of course, giving Gary a little bit of a, a hard time. But the director saw it. And she's like, Gary, come back up and read again. And he read three more times. And then as we left, I said, you're getting that part. He's like, oh, no, pal, I'm not getting that part. I said, Mm-mm, no, she saw what you did in that delivery. And sh- you're done, pal. Next day, he gets the call, and that's the part he got. And when we went to read through, she pulled him aside and she's like, you know, you were the first person that did that, the character that way, and that's exactly what we were looking for. She's like, I never would have expected it coming from you. And, wow. You know, and, but it, and it's true, but it was one of those things where once he, he started to deliver the lines, you, as, an, as other actors, you could feel it. Like, mm-hmm. this is what he's got. And, mm-hmm. and it worked out great. And he did. He did a phenomenal job with it. But again, to that point, that's not what he was looking to, to do when he got there. Right. It just, it just happened. Now, and I think I said, as you like it, and I meant to say, you can't take it with you. Or did Thank I? Thank you. I was going to. Yeah, I, there, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, because as you like it, of course, is. Shakespeare. Oh, it's not Neil Simon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's his pen name. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Once again, Brian showed the depth of his theater knowledge. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the yeah. So group auditions, I think we're yeah group yeah, auditions. Yeah, so the, yeah, the group. People should <laughs> going back, um, <laughs> but people should understand that you know, sometimes you, it will be a one-on-one audition. I've seen them actually people audition in front of cameras, um, so that they can go back and so the director can go back and watch it again, mm-hmm. um, which to me is like wow. Well, 
theater it's supposed to be in the moment but okay whatever when but on the other hand if you're in a group uh, for example croswell they have literally hundreds of people coming to audition yeah i guess you could easily forget somebody mm-hmm. be sure to fill out the forms any forms they give you make sure to fill them out yep. honestly legibly yeah and and if if they have it <laughs> online and you fill it out ahead of time it's even better bring a pencil and how do we feel about, how do we feel about the 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 actors that when you're filling out a a um, audition form and it says past experiences and and you've been with the same group for thirty years and you write cop number one and 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 then just leave that even though you've done a gazillion big wonderful things I mean if it's a director I know personally I would probably say you've been in the shows with me. Uh, but if it's someone I don't know personally, I give them my top three or something yeah. like that. Yeah. That relates to the part I'm auditioning for. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'd say always, okay. even if you've known the person forever, mm-hmm. because that way it's Reminded. everybody is doing it. Everybody who tried out. And, and, everybody is and maybe saying. it doesn't hurt to remind them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, never assume. So I'm going to backtrack on my what I just said because yeah, you should never assume that someone else knows something and puts the same importance mm-hmm. on that role that you do. Yeah. And also, you might literally forget they were in those shows. Yeah. But you know, I, I yeah. at home I keep what I call my acting resume, yeah. which is just a list of all the shows I've done. Well, that's two three pages now. Do we count um, these as a podcast? Yeah, we should. As far as theater, not as I wouldn't use it as an audition form, but it's part of our. I mean, Part of, your, uh, part of your resume, uh, if you're uh, looking. Resume. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, yeah, we're one of the 84 million people who have a podcast. And if so. you put it on and if you put it on your resume, sir, I promise you the two people in this room will back you up. <laughs> <laughs> you pick which two. Once again, <laughs> pick, you pick there are four <laughs> bodies in the room. Yeoman? Oh, yeah. I'm not really sure. That's not ringing a bell. <laughs> Um, is there someone like th- you're from Disney? Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but be honest on your forums. <laughs> um, musicals, like I say, if, be, if you can't dance, give it a try anyway. I mean, if you have a yeah. physical um, issue that keeps you from actually dancing, but you know, then I, why are you trying out for a musical? And not, yeah, you know, I don't know. People do all the time. I, 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 I don't know how many auditions like why well, I don't sing and dance. You understand? This is <laughs> this is Les Mis and everybody sings and dances. Mm. Okay, my story with that is we were doing they were casting for The Wizard of Oz. I was late to audition. They knew I was coming. Came in and like, all right, do your vocal, do you read the choreography? It was late. That we were there were like the custodians were like shuffling us out and I hadn't done my choreography, which I am horrible at. And the direct, the choreographer at that time was just, Oh, it's okay. You'll be able to, it's so simple. Don't worry about it, Bob. All right. Tell you what, here, walk over to that chair and sit down, but make it funny. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So did that. And And Bob can do that. Mm -hmm. I did Mm -hmm. a Riker movement. Ripped my groin out. <laughs> For anybody who does not know who the Riker movement is, is in from Star Trek Next Generation. Watch Commander Riker. He 
will always throw his leg over the chair back. And so at that time, at that time, the choreographer was very happy with, you know, that's fine. That's one of those, those so funny. Don't worry. That's the hardest thing you'll ever, I'll ever ask you to do. She, how right she was. Eight, eight weeks later, she came up to me. We we're about to ready to go on. She said, well, Bob, when you said that you couldn't dance, you were honest. <laughs> Please don't trip the other dancers. <laughs> oh, that. So, okay, that was okay, that was great. But I do think there are some musicals <laughs> that you can that you they aren't really. You don't need real. You you don't have to be a great dancer to be in in, in a well, musical. Well, you a grape chain. Uh, what is that? Grape, grapevine. Grapevine, a ball and chain. That's and a, enough. And a box step. step. Ball change. Yes. A box step. And a box step. Ball step. change. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think, and I haven't listened to the podcast yet that you did with Devoe on choreography, but you know, a good community theater director, a choreographer, she'll find a way to get you to move. Mm. Yeah. I say mm-hmm. she could be a he, but you know, it's usually she. It seems. I, mm. I'm there now. I got us in trouble again, probably. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they, they will recognize I don't know what the you Riker can do and what you man. can't do. Well, they'll recognize what you can and cannot do and, and adjust accordingly. Um, you know, you're, if you're not the seasoned dancer, you're not going to get this dance solo. Right. You know, but they're going to, but they'll find something for you to do in the background that complements whatever's happening in the foreground. Uh, one of my favorite choreographers that I've worked with has been, uh, Kelly Lajeunesse. Mm-hmm. We did, um, uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, I was Herod, and her instructions to me were, stay on that side of the stage, do whatever you're going to do, I'm sure it'll be wonderful, and all the other dancers are going to be on this side of the stage. If you move to stage left, they will move to stage right. (laughs) Stay away from my dancers, I can't afford to lose anybody. Now, did yes, you do a Riker maneuver on that one? As no, well? I did not have oh. to. Also, my voice finally came down. <laughs> we ascribed it oh. as a transporter accident. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I remember that production. That was a fun production. Though. It was. I got to be pilot. That's always been the role I oh, I would have loved to have done okay. in that show. I, I, pilots first, like first time out, I was priest number three or something, but this, that time I was pilot. Yeah, you did now, it. did you shave your head or did you use a bald cap? I used my natural hair. You used natural hair. Nice. Very nice. Shaved my chest, though, because they gave me this open up thing that I had to wear. I'm oh. kidding. I, <laughs> I had a robe. I did it, yeah. I did not look like Pilot in the recent, oh, broad, really know what recent Broadway productions or the NBC With the leather jackets and yeah. See, I, I really feel like I've I really I missed out. Jacket, though. I missed out a lot yeah. in... in theater because i've just been so scared of musicals that i just unless it's something that i know i could possibly pull off i just avoid them well and and that's probably the biggest advice you know it's maybe maybe this isn't technical advice for the actors but just do it Mm -hmm. you know i know it sounds like a commercial for a shoe company but just (laughs) do it get out there the more you do it the more you know, more you audition, the better you'll get at auditioning. Because the reality is, the audition is a moment in time. It may or may not actually reflect how accurately you can perform on stage. Mm-hmm. There have been times where I've cast somebody because of a strong audition and found out they had peaked. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Likewise, sometimes it's someone's like, why did I put this person in the show? And it's like, they ended up being the most wonderful performer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, but just get out there and, and take a chance. Do yeah, it. Do it. Even, have fun. Even, even if you can, but, but do fun. what they ask you to do. Yeah. Don't just say, oh, I can't do that. Because like Ron said, why are you here then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you might not be a dancer, but you can be a mover. I mean, they didn't tell me to stay off the stage. They just told me to go to the other side. <laughs> yeah. They still let me do whatever the hell I wanted to do, right? which I couldn't remember from day to day, but we worked it out and it was fun. It was, Kept it fresh. It, they, they didn't come out and say, okay, Bob, you're a listener in this number. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, I just, know you're in this album. You're a listener. You're in <laughs> your chair for the rest <laughs> of it. <laughs> Stay out of the way of the dancers. Mm. Well, we managed to use up another... Uh, 45, 50 minutes? Mm-hmm. Only three mm-hmm. emails from Disney Corp. <laughs> <laughs> and we got our Daddy Warbucks reference in there, kind of kind of subtly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Hope yep. you yep. listened. Yep. To, hope you caught it. We got got another couple. I of got days. an email from Jonathan Frakes, but I think that was for you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't open if it's a picture. Don't Thank open. you all for listening. Um, you know, we often talk about the few listeners we have, but by golly, we love each and every one of you. Email us at MonroeCommunityPlayers at Yahoo.com. Go to our Facebook page. Look for MCP Podcast featuring the Green Room Groupies. Someday I will say that without having to think about it. Um, look, look for us at the webpage at MonroeCommunityPlayers.org. And that's very important. It's .org. Um, we're uh, excited to have you join us. Give us ideas. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. And let me remind you, as usual, this has been a production of the Monroe Community Players. Recorded at the Monroe Public Access Cable Television Podcast Studio in beautiful downtown Monroe, Michigan. We have custard as well as custard. Huh? Huh? I like it. Is that a keeper? Is that a keeper? I like it. We'll see you in the green room. (laughs) See you in the green room. Oh, I like that. There we go. We'll see you in the green room. Thank you. Unless you're in the cast. (laughs) (laughs) Well...